0: radio network and now chewing the fat with Jeff Fisher okay so fish flying fish are now causing power outages in America and this has got to stop now sure we have hurricanes sure we have earthquakes sure we have fires uh, <laughs> Sure, we have uh, heat waves uh, just wiping out the planet. But when we start having flying fish uh, landing on power lines to cause power outages, that's a problem, okay? Now, I realize that the people in New Jersey, Sayreville, New Jersey, who lost power, over 2,000 people, uh, because of a fish in the power lines, (laughs) and they pretend... That the fish fell out of uh uh the 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 claws of a bird, an osprey, okay now the osprey uh, were endangered in New Jersey and are now recovering I guess they have i don't know seven or eight hundred nesting pairs uh in New Jersey now. great, happy for them, but uh, they claimed that this osprey had caught a fish was flying over the power lines and you know dropped the fish, causing the power coils within this transformer to uh, become misaligned <laughs> And 2,000 people lost power. and uh, so they they claim that yeah animals sometimes cause power outages, but fish are not on the frequent list of offenders. Yeah no kidding uh, because normally fish don't fly and now we have flying fish that are causing power outages and i would say that that's a problem i don't know what's causing it i'm guessing that it has something to do with climate change i don't know that though and i just know that uh fish are now causing power outages in this great country and i won't have it something has to be done welcome Welcome to Chewing the Fat. So according to this, uh, a new study found that most socio-economically diverse places in the U.S. are chain restaurants like Applebee's and Olive Garden. Whose uh, affordable delicacies enable cross class mingling more than civic spaces such as schools, churches, and parks. The study also found that dollar stores and local pharmacies like CVS widen social isolation among high and low income people. It's from this rubbing shoulders class segregation in daily activities study from Harvard University it was co-authored by a Naval Postgraduate uh, School and a Harvard University human Nathan Wilmers and Maximus Massinoff I uh, know Ma- and they say they used location data to study activity and encounters across class lines so low income and especially high income individuals are socially isolated more likely than any other income groups uh, they're, because they encounter people from their own social class. Using simple counterfactual exercises, we study the causes. Some industries cater mainly to low- and high-income groups, you know, golf courses, wineries, yada, yada. Uh, you know, the hard-class working-class guy is not, uh, is not there. Industry alone explains only a small share of the isolation. People are most isolated when they are close to home, And the tendency to go to nearby locations explains about one-third of the isolation. So, you know, people, uh, whatever class you're in, uh, whatever neighborhood you live in, that's where you live. Duh. And they're calling that isolation. Okay. So using our uniquely detailed data, we show that brands combined with distance explain about half the isolation of the rich. And that's where you get into casual restaurant chains like Olive Garden and Applebee's have the largest positive impact on cross-class encounters through both scale and their diversity of visitors. Yeah, but they're not talking. Uh, they're not hanging out. I mean, I guess you're being civil to each other at the restaurants, and but you're not you know participating with each other uh, except for maybe a head nod and a hello uh, dollar stores and local pharmacies like cvs deepen isolation again uh, okay i mean if they're in your neighborhood i guess among publicly funded spaces libraries and parks are more redistribution than museums and historical sites and despite prominent restrictions on chain stores in some large u.s cities chains are more class-diverse than independent stores. Yeah, because the independent stores are in the neighborhoods and you're only going to them if you live in that neighborhood. The chains are for larger areas, so everybody from separate neighborhoods are going to those. Duh. The mix of establishments in a neighborhood is strongly associated with cross-class Facebook friendships. Uh, thank you. And the results uncover how policies that support certain public and private spaces might impact the connections that form across class divides. So just if you all live in the same building, uh, no matter how rich or how poor, you're gonna hang out with each other, okay? All right, that's good. Now what you need to do if you're hanging out with people is you better make sure you're using the right pronouns, okay, (laughs) because I see a list of pronoun tips that was hung in a middle school or purported to be hanging in a middle school in new york i don't know if it's in a classroom or if it was in a hallway but it's giving you pronoun tips and of course they say look uh this is not an all-inclusive list please let us know if we missed anything so pronouns are important for everyone are they Uh, Using someone's correct pronouns is a sign of basic respect and shows that you see them for who they truly are. Being called the wrong pronoun feels like being shoved into an itchy sweater or a too small shoe. Being called the correct pronoun is often accompanied by feelings of joy and validation. The most common pronouns, and that's what we're here for, is to validate you. The most common pronouns people are use are he, she, and they. But there are also many other options. Yeah, we know that. People may char- change their pronouns over time. It is important to always introduce yourself with your pronouns because it lets people know how to refer to you and shows that you are open and accepting to transgender and gender non-conforming people. Never assume someone's pronouns or gender. <laughs> don't do it. Don't assume it. Anyone or any gender can look any way and use any pronouns. If you don't know someone's gender or pronouns, it is best to refer to them with gender neutral pronouns and terms. You know, like, hey you. Uh it doesn't say that that was me. It's not on the list. Uh, it's hanging in the New York middle school. Uh, if you mess up someone's pronouns, it's important to correct yourself and move on without making a big deal of it or attracting a lot of attention. Uh, that should work both ways, uh, by the way. Uh, if you mess up someone's pronouns and they correct you, it's best to say thank you for correcting me rather than saying, "I'm sorry because saying sorry leads people to reply with it's okay even when it's not okay. <laughs> so I make a mistake, it's not okay. All right. All right. And I and I apologize for it. That's still not okay. Huh? weird that it's never enough if someone uses multiple sets of pronouns you can ask the person if they have a preference but most people who use multiple pronouns want their pronouns to be used interchangeably and don't have a preference so if you're using multiple pronouns you can ask hey do i have to call you each one of those or can i just call you one of them or how about hey you Uh, similar to pronouns Different people have different preferences for which gendered terms they are comfortable with. with. And you can't assume what gendered terms someone is comfortable with. Using the correct gendered terms for a person is respectful and validating. So, that's just a I mean, that's the entire list. Now, of course, as they stated at the beginning, it's not an all-inclusive list. And if you can think of any that was missed, please use them on your own pronoun tip list. I'm just trying to help you get through life. Let's say if you are a poor person and you decide to go to Olive Garden and they sit you in a booth next to a rich person, you'll know how to use the correct pronouns. I was trying to think if I ever had to run in with someone uh, over uh, using the wrong pronouns. And I don't think I have. Uh, I, was, I don't think I have. And if I did, if someone said, "Excuse me, uh, my pronouns are these I would say, "Okay, uh, can you pass me the salt?" My pronouns are these days Okay, how much is this item? I I, mean, I don't know that it would it would get into me where the problem would lie is if you would say, "No, she's next." Excuse me, I'm not a she. I'm a zizzer which is my favorite, by the way, the ZZZers. And uh, then I would say, okay. And if it were me in line, I would probably just go, uh, okay. uh, ZZZer here was next. (laughs) Uh, It's just silly. It's just silly. I mean, we live in silly times. A Jordan Peterson, I'm sorry, Dr. Jordan Peterson, is now in trouble with the Canadian government or the regulatory board because they're claiming that he needs to go back to re-education camp. Oh, uh, okay. Really? Yeah. Uh, you need to re-go, go, undergo re-education. Because of your opinions? Wow. Wow. Uh, that does not sound like a free place to spread the word (laughs) what country is that again oh yeah canada so the report committee concluded that the doctor's comments were degrading demeaning and unprofessional adding that his conduct poses moderate risks to the public does it and runs the risk of undermining public trust in the profession of psychology and trust in the college's ability to regulate the profession in public interest <laughs> uh, okay so what horrific act did he do well he criticized the prime minister Justin Trudeau and Trudeau's former chief of staff uh, a suggestion that the doctor who cut off actresses Elliot Page's healthy breasts was a criminal physician Whoa, that's horrible. And a retweet of a comment made by the leader of Canada's official opposition party regarding the unnecessary severity of COVID lockdowns. That bastard. <laughs> uh, that regulatory board is correct, man. He needs to not only undergo uh, re-education. Uh, <laughs> uh, he needs to uh, go to re-education camp. Not just a re-education class. Because this guy is out of control. Alright, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. You know, when I think of cereal, I just think of a bowl of sugar with empty carbs. That's what I think of. But I don't have to think of it that way anymore. Uh, i can think of it as uh, part of a low carb lifestyle i can think of a cereal that has 4.5 grams of net carbs per serving yeah i can think of that i can think of uh, 13 to 14 grams of protein uh and how do i do that well i do that by eating magic spoon yes magic spoon cereal it is delicious, and if you're looking for a great snack for your kids or say, your wife's grandchildren who you know are always hanging around, you can feed them magic spoon as a great snack. Just go to magicspoon.com slash Jeffy. Magicspoon.com slash Jeffy. You can get a variety pack, four flavors, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. I enjoy those frosted uh, cereal. I'll tell you that. Uh, This pack has zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, four to five net grams of carbs, only 140 calories a serving so it's high protein has zero sugar zero grams of sugar uh keto friendly gluten-free grain-free soy-free uh kid friendly i mean i just it's darn good it's almost like magic spoon cereal is Magic. Just go to magicspoon.com slash Jeffy to grab a variety pack and try it today. Now, be sure to use the promo code Jeffy, J-E-F-F-Y, at checkout and save $5 off your order. Magicspoon.com slash Jeffy. Use the promo code Jeffy at checkout and save $5 off your order. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, They'll refund your money. No questions asked. I'm sure that's not going to happen. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of high-protein cereal at magicspoon.com slash Jeffy. And use that promo code Jeffy and get that $5 off. All right. So Barbie. Uh, the movie is still around, still hanging out, still, uh, still making money. It apparently is ready to take over and become the highest-grossing film in the U.S. box office, uh, beating out Super Mario Brothers at uh, just over five hundred and seventy-four million dollars. So I guess internationally, Super Mario Brothers is still strong. Uh, they've made uh, seven hundred and eighty-four million internationally, and Barbie currently sits at seven hundred and four. 18 million so I mean, that's pretty good <laughs> uh, so Super Mario Brothers has the 1.36 billion worldwide Barbie only has 1.28 billion worldwide what a bunch of losers <laughs> I mean it wasn't even number one last weekend at the box office okay uh, It was only number one for four weeks so it beat uh, it uh, lost out to Blue Beetle And man, if you want to see a good movie, I actually I don't know what Blue Beetle is about other than being about a superhero. That's a Blue Beetle. (laughs) Uh, It's produced by DC Comics. So according to this, the plot is in a remote frozen tundra of Antarctica. Members of Cord Industries, led by the company's co founder and CEO Victoria Cord, managed to locate an ancient alien artifact known as the Scarab. Oh no. And then the fun begins. So there you have it. Uh, Blue Beetle, which was number one uh, last week, beat out uh, Barbie. But so what? Because Barbie will soon be the highest grossing film, uh, you know, in the U.S. And probably globally this year. Incredible, incredible. Oh, and speaking of uh, Super Mario Brothers, I see where the voice of Mario, uh, Charles Martinet, the original voice of uh, Mario on Nintendo games since the 90s, is stepping down. He will now serve in the role of Mario Ambassador, traveling around the world to promote the beloved plumber, signing autographs, and performing Nintendo character voices. Nintendo said it's been a privilege working with Charles to help bring Mario to life for so many years, and want to thank him and celebrate him. So, in addition to being the original voice of Mario, he also voiced uh, Luigi, Wario, and Woolaloogey. I think that's how you pronounce it. I'm not positive. Uh, While he did not voice Mario in the recent movie, he did have a small role as Mario's dad. He said he wants to be the voice until he drops dead, then why is he... Stepping away, I'm not sure. Um, early, I mean, a couple years ago, he said he wasn't gonna he was gonna be the voice till he dropped dead, and uh, or at least until someone thinks I can no longer do it. So maybe that's it. Uh, maybe that's it. Uh, they didn't say who's gonna replace him. I'm here if you need me, uh, Nintendo. Be you know we can give it a shot, and I could be Mario because I mean he said so much. Ooh. Oh. Hey, That's my Mario. (laughs) That's my trial for Mario for Nintendo. Hoo-hoo. Hey. Hey. I mean, he's only 67. So something is up. Something is up with that. Because there's no way he walks away from that. Just to be an ambassador for Nintendo. Unless he's just tired of doing the gig and that he's like you know what i can let me be the ambassador and i'm gonna stay here at my house and not have to work ever again uh you can call me once in a while hey charles we need you to go to paris "Eh." (laughs) well i'd love to but i just don't i can't right now (laughs) so that's got to be it or or maybe he's you know heaven forbid he's sick because he's only 67 why would you walk away from that gig that's a that's a good gig so anyway charles martinette good luck god bless and you see where jennifer aniston is talking about cancel culture and jennifer said that uh i I don't understand about cancel culture oh what don't you understand jennifer well i'm over it uh is there no redemption huh that's interesting coming from jen and her wall street journal magazine interview uh i probably just got canceled for saying that (laughs) no no you didn't she said i don't uh just don't understand what it means is there no redemption i don't know i don't put everybody in the harvey weinstein basket oh okay so now you're uh we're talking about harvey now or cancel culture because harvey is part of the whole me too thing not cancel culture whatever all right whatever Uh, he's not a guy you like God, I can't wait to hang out with Harvey, never never, she explained, yeah no kidding (laughs) I do find it funny that she said, uh, you were actually like oh god, okay suck it up, I remember actually he came to visit me on a movie to pitch me a movie, and I do remember consciously having a person stay in my trailer, do you Jen, and do you remember thinking to yourself oh god, suck it up That's a funny description to use when you're talking about Harvey. Oh God, suck it up, isn't it? Anyway, uh, it's interesting that Jen and I know the whole uh, Chris Rock thing with the Jewish thing, which was nothing. It was agonizing, Uh, but you know, and I don't think it was her. I think it was a Jennifer Aniston Instagram bot that actually liked a tweet that may have been devices, but really wasn't. It's interesting to me that she's talking about cancel culture and how she's so over it when uh, i think in uh, less than a couple of weeks maybe in a couple of weeks i think what was the release date september 13th i believe uh if you're listening live today is the 24th of august 2023 uh so the 13th of september uh the new morning show on apple tv plus debuts season 3 <laughs> And uh, they have a big cyber attack. They get hacked. And so they talk about how uh, certain things may come to light. Personal things that we never meant to be shared. Huh. That's interesting. You mean so something might get shared that would get you canceled. Huh. That's interesting that you're talking about that. As the morning show is getting ready for season three debut. Huh. Now I'm sure. I'm sure it has nothing to do with that. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Who died today? Who died today? Now this is going to be a surprise. Yevgeny Pergozin uh they believe to be dead uh remember Prigozhin or Prigozin uh led wagner rebellion in june in russia uh remember he was marching his men toward moscow and he was the former wagner group chief and he led his private mercenary group on his uh, mutiny against the russia's defense ministry and a big surprise uh, he was flying in a plane yesterday with uh, seven, nine other people there were ten people on the plane seven passengers and three cr- crew members and they crashed <laughs> this is the same guy when everybody was like I can't believe that Putin uh, you know let this slide and said ah he's fine uh, He's don't worry about it he is fine You've gained, you're fine yeah, you can go over to Belarus and you're fine. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. Well, uh, just I'm just a complete coincidence that a plane he was on crashed. No survivors. Uh, very sad for the other nine people. Although if you're on a plane with Yevgeny, I guess you pretty much know that uh, what you're in for. So the Russia's Federal Air Transport Agency it said they were launching an investigation into the crash are they <laughs> so the plane was headed to saint petersburg from moscow before I mean, he was in moscow before losing signal according to flight data it did not appear to lose altitude before hey we lost the signal and then we crashed so uh amazing i guess he made his first public appearance since the attempted rebellion in a video and you know that mutiny was a challenge against vlad so i know that uh, evgeny you know was uh, vlad patted him on the back and said hey get out of here go to belarus but okay then he made a video and he was in moscow so you got to believe vlad was a little uh, tad unhappy <laughs> uh maybe not just a little unhappy but a tad unhappy now i will say that he was listed on the private just jet's flight manifest along with the crew members and the other six passengers but uh they believe that he often flew in a secondary plane out of caution so he may still be alive knowing that he would piss off vlad by being in moscow and recording a video instead of being in belarus planting uh, his garden uh he may have taken another plane so maybe uh, Yevgeny Pergozin is still alive but if not, as of right now he's believed to be dead so uh, Yevgeny Pergozin dead at the age of 62 along with nine other people on the plane rest in peace also uh, who died today Terry Funk the NWA heavyweight champion WWE Hall of Famer Terry Funk is dead at the age of 79 i mean this guy started wrestling in the mid 1960s for his father's western states sports promotion (laughs) Uh, so local wrestling was so much fun uh my grandfather talked to me about uh how all of this took place he traveled all over the world uh, including wrestling for championship wrestling from florida all pro japan wrestling and uh, i mean he made some movies in hollywood he uh, then he came back had a big uh, feud with rick flair and then uh, he hooked up with uh, mick foley and the uh, new age outlaws i mean he was uh one of the you know huge wrestler Uh, throughout the years from the very beginning of when wrestling was just those local wrestling matches like his father was running Western States sports promotion to what it is today amazing Uh, Terry Funk dead at the age of 79 a couple more on our who died today list Uh, David Jacobs uh, you know him he created Dallas the TV show and he created Knott's Landing the TV show uh, he has passed away at the age of 84. And he had been battling Alzheimer's for quite some time, I'm told. And just uh, as a passing note for uh, Terry Funk, too, he was messing with dementia as well. So very, very sad. Anyway, uh, David Jacobs, dead at the age of 84. Then we have some a profession that may be dead now. Uh, I don't. I'm putting it in the who died today section because I kind of feel like it should be here uh, because uh, Meta has unveiled an AI model called Seamless M4T that can translate speech and text between nearly 100 languages automatically, including the ability to understand and translate when someone switches language in the middle of a sentence. So I feel like human translators died today. <laughs> uh, I feel like human translators aren't worth their salt anymore. Uh, if you have an AI model that can translate speech and text in nearly a 100 languages automatically uh, and it could go uh, between languages... <laughs> uh humans uh we love you but not that much we'll be using the new ai okay have a nice day and i see where the uh cause of death has been revealed chef tafari campbell you know him the former chef of the obamas uh he's already been in our who died today he was 45 when he passed away but we never knew exactly you know what killed him now the autopsy uh, the results of his autopsy have not been made public, and I guess it's state policy that the autopsy isn't made public. Weird. But uh, Timothy McGurk, and I love Timothy McGurk, he's a spokesman for the Massachusetts Executive Office of Public Safety and Security, a man who doesn't love the Massachusetts Executive Office of Public Safety and Security. He believes and said that the cause of death has officially been ruled to be submersion in a body of water, and is uh, his manner of death has been determined to be an accident. So why don't you just shut up, okay? <laughs> He'd been paddleboarding on the Edgartown Great Pond off Martha's Vineyard, where the Obamas owned their summer estate and uh, he lost his food at footing went underwater and never resurfaced so that's what happened and uh, that's it's an accident okay it was an accident now i have joked around it's just a joke and i you know like i'm sorry he has a he has a he left behind a wife and twin boys it's sad and we've joked about why he was uh why he died and it, you know it obviously could have been an accident but it was just the way that it was handled from the very beginning. The Obamas weren't there, and then oh yeah, they were on Martha's Vineyard, but they weren't at the house. The kids weren't there. Oh yeah, they were on Martha's Vineyard, but they weren't at the house. It was just a strange thing. The nine one one call was blocked off. We didn't know who made the nine one one call. Uh, you know, and they, I mean, they had to, it was eight feet of water, and uh, just really strange and so uh, i mean it's sad it's sad an accident or not it's sad but you know i've i've made the joke that it's tough to find you in eight feet of water when you're tied to a cinder block but i you know it doesn't say that in the stories anywhere that's just me thinking out loud how about that debate last night, huh? How about it? <laughs> I will. I watched both. I watched the debate, and I watched the Tucker interview with Trump, and it's just, it's too much for me. And you don't need to, if you watched it, you know what it was like. If you didn't watch it, bless your heart. Uh, that whole DeSantis, and Mike Pence, and Tim Scott, and Nikki Haley, and Vivek Ramaswamy, and Chris Christie and Doug Berman, uh, Burgum, and uh, Asa Hutchinson. Oh, my gosh. They should have broken it up and just had a kid's table uh, for some of these people because they don't belong there. And I get it. They're running for president. So if I was running for president with my how about no campaign, I would want to be on that stage as well but it's just you know it was just I don't know a little agonizing and then the interview with Trump and Tucker and you knew we weren't going to get any it was a good interview uh, kind of it was like 46 47 minutes long it was okay It's had millions of views for sure he beat uh, Fox's ratings although I will say I think some of them came from multiple you know a lot of the views came from the same person because I know I was watching and I would pause the Trump video to watch what was going on uh on the debate on fox and then i'd go back to push play on the tucker interview and it went back to the beginning so i had to start it again and then you know kind of fast forward so does that count on ne- as an extra view i don't know i guess uh, we'll see. But either way, it was still more than what Fox had for viewers, that's for sure. And then today, we have Trump expected to turn himself in and uh, you know get arrested in Georgia and post his $200,000 bond. And man, they were going to be everywhere hoping for this mugshot from Donald Trump. Uh, that should just be his new campaign photo. Uh, the mugshot from Georgia, because it is definitely agonizing that they are arresting this man. I know, no matter what you think of him, I just feel like it's we're we're uh, we're arresting a presidential candidate. Oh yeah, the law is for everybody, is it though? Is it really? I mean, I saw the rest of them all get their mugshots shots uh, the last few days: uh, Giuliani and uh, released the Kraken lawyer. All of them have got their. Got their mugshots. it's just incredible what's going on i will say this that you could bet on the donald trump arraignment because they are saying hey how much will donald trump weigh at his arraignment <laughs> in the georgia booking so odds makers are saying that uh, the over under on trump's weight is 273.5 pounds okay so uh you can uh let's see when is the deadline to bet i think you can probably still get a bet in um until this afternoon uh good luck though get a bet in to see what's the over under i'm not sure what the over under is on the way i'm guessing it's under 273 uh i will go with the under on 273 uh he did not look 273 last night on tucker but you never know he's a big guy He's a big guy, and his son uh, Baron. Holy God, have you seen Baron? Baron is like eight feet tall now. It's amazing. I saw a picture of Baron. I couldn't believe it. Now I know he's not eight feet tall, and he's taking a picture with this really short lady. And then there's this. Uh, I guess. Average or below average adult male off to the side in the picture. So it's like a really short lady, and then an average kind of guy, and then there's Barron next to the short lady. He looks like the guy at the Ripley's, believe it or not, Museum. <laughs> <laughs> the tallest guy in the world, eighteen feet tall. It just he just looked like that. It was amazing, just, just incredible. So anyway, go with the under. Uh, Trump does not weigh two hundred and seventy-three. 5 pounds you're welcome oh and uh, one more thing i'd like to say uh thank you for listening to pat unleashed dan bongino uh the story today on the daily wire is a uh, former secret service agent trump should refuse bond force fulton county to jail him wednesday former uh, radio host Dan Bongino said Trump should refuse to post bond when he surrenders and they should force district attorney to put him in jail. Uh, As heard uh, as said by me on Pat Unleashed Wednesday morning (laughs) uh, on the show uh, while I was there to do Chewing the Fat my regular Wednesday Chewing the Fat segment at some point during that show we talked about the arraignment coming and I said he ought to just not pay the bond, not pay the bond uh just make them arrest them make the secret service shut down the jail and that would be just do the rest do the campaign from jail that would be fun and uh, so dan bongino must have heard that and ran with it so you're welcome dan you're welcome and thanks for listening to chewing the fat and pat unleashed because there's no way that he could have just come up with that on his own like the rest of us no way So yesterday I talked about Costco and having to see your card and your picture on the back of it. And if you don't have a card with the picture on the back of it, they want to see the card and your ID so it matches the name on the card. Okay. So I would say that if you're using someone else's card, me, and I think we've talked about this before, if they have a picture on the back of it, you most definitely could use someone else's card. Because as soon as anyone, they just want to see the card and look at the picture and if they say wow that doesn't look like you just go yeah i lost weight i gained weight i changed my hair color uh you know whatever i identify as a female or a male and that's me and they can't do anything i'm sorry no they won't do anything that's a way to get by that but i got it an, and i wanted i wondered what would happen i had not seen what would happen if they believed you weren't Able to use the card if they believed you were using someone else's card. I have not seen that happen. I don't know if the SWAT team drops from the ceiling like in Monsters Inc. <laughs> uh, you know, and I don't know what happens. I don't know what happens if they have if they have their own Costco police that runs out. I'm not sure. And I get an email from Todd at ChewingTheFatAtTheBlaze.com, by the way, uh, which you can use uh, for yourself or anytime or any place. Chewing the fat at the blaze.com. I see them all. I don't respond to them all, but I do see them all, and I thank you for that. Uh, you can also tweet me on x is it tweet me on x or x me on x x me on twitter whatever uh at jeffy jfr uh facebook and instagram is jeff fisher radio you can follow me on youtube chewing the fat at the you can always order a cameo from me at jeffy jfr that's not free but uh just go to cameo and at jeffy jfr and order your cameo and then i'm uh obligated well I'm not obligated uh, you know if I want to get the money if I want to get paid then I do it I can I could say no but uh, that's something I don't you know in my personal life uh, no I am not gonna say no <laughs> so anyway back to this email from Todd and Costco okay so Todd emails me and says hey I was sick and sent my son to Costco for provisions this was before the self-checkout started and they held him at the front of the store till I arrived to confirm my identity I was obviously sick and the manager seemed less than happy about being exposed to me Um, I would not be a member of Costco any longer or they would have given me a free membership or something there's no way I would have I mean that is bless your heart Todd I would not have gone in. I said, "I'm sick." That is my son. Uh, let him purchase. Let him go ahead and spend money at your freaking store, and uh, then uh, then we'll talk. I mean, it's just unbelievable that they would do that. And I, I that would I would be so angry and so upset. I would I don't know what I would do. Um, and Todd said, "You know, he loves the show too." So, I mean, thank you, appreciate it. But you may not love the show now because I'm calling. Say, Todd, I would not have gone in, man. I mean, I understand you thinking you had to go in uh, because uh, you know you didn't want to get uh, you know you didn't want to get arrested by the Costco police or have your son you know held down by the Costco SWAT team at the front door while they were waiting for someone to show up to prove that this Costco card wasn't stolen. Uh, just incredible to me. Uh, that uh, holy cow! These uh, you're already I, I I just am amazed that you're I'm paying to go into this building and you're still gonna treat me or someone I've given my card to like that? No, no, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs>